The second signature strength is the appreciation of beauty and excellence. I recognize, emotionally experience, and appreciate the beauty around me and the skill of others. Those who express an appreciation of beauty and excellence notice and appreciate beauty, excellence, and or skilled performances in all domains of life. You have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast. I'm Maya Acosta, and I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. Today, I will expand on the VIA survey and signature strengths that our most recent podcast guest referenced as a way of enhancing our happiness. I took the VIA survey, received my results, and learned about the signature strengths and how they can support me in life. I will share the results to inspire you to take the free survey. We will look at each of the five signature strengths, how they have shown up in my life and how they appear when they are under and overused. Before we get started on the topic, I wanted to remind you that I'm heading to Houston this Friday to attend the Peaceful Planet Foundation's annual retreat. There will be meditation sessions, yoga, and nutrition sessions, lunches included, and Dr. Garth Davis will be the keynote speaker. I will be offering a nutrition workshop, and I hope to see you there. Now, at this point, registration is now closed, but stay informed, my friends, so that you can know about all the events that the foundation holds. Also, friends, last week, my friend Amy asked me to do a food demo on her live online show. I was in the middle of teaching you how to make this dish when she lost power. Amy is in Fort Myers, Florida. This was a scary situation. I had to wrap up the live broadcast without her. So you can say that the demo was a bit chaotic. Still, I am thankful for the opportunity to share another recipe with her audience. And also, I am very thankful that Amy is safe and her power is back. Also, I was recently on another podcast called Ages Conversations with Tamika Matir. I will add the link to the show notes so that you can learn more about me and let me know what you think about that. Okay, so let's talk about positive psychology. Dr. Liana Leonov, a board-certified physician and expert in lifestyle medicine, was this week's podcast guest. She has a passion for positive psychology and has studied the science of happiness extensively, intending to help people live their happiest and healthiest lives. We spoke about various ways we can enhance our happiness. One of those tools was the VIA Institute's free character survey. They say that people who live optimally using their signature strengths live happier and longer than those who do not. Let's start from the beginning. What is VIA Institute? What are the character strengths and why should we care? The VIA Institute, and by the way, that's spelled V-I-A, The VIA Institute started with a simple question, what is best in people? Then they set out to find those universal character strengths in each of us. In the early 2000s, the VIA Institute supported a three-year, 55-scientist study led by Christopher Peterson and Martin Seligman. Their book, Character Strengths and Virtues, a Handbook and Classification, was 
this researchers was this research's groundbreaking result. The project involved creating the VIA survey. Researchers surveyed thousands of people worldwide from various cultures, religions, and races. The VIA Institute on Character is a nonprofit organization located in Cincinnati, Ohio. They focus on the science of character strengths by creating and validating surveys. These tools are made available for the general public to develop their strengths. Professionals such as therapists, managers, and educators can also access the tools and research to work with others. There are over 800 research studies on character strengths that you can check out on the website by simply reading a short summary of the study. The VIA survey is a personality test that measures individual character strengths. Rather than focusing on our character flaws, we focus on what is best about us. By learning about our character strengths and developing them, we can use them to face challenges, reach our goals, and feel more fulfilled in life. The survey is free and available in over 40 languages. It is a premier tool in positive psychology that assesses an individual's character strengths. The VIA survey has been taken in every country across the globe. Now, I went on to watch Dr. Neil Mayerson's presentation on the importance of understanding and applying character strengths to improve ourselves and our world. And you can watch the presentation on the website or on YouTube. It's called A Character Strengths Revolution, and I will add a link in the show notes. Now, before I get started in describing my five signature strengths, I'm going to read the 24 character strengths. And as I'm reading them, pay attention to see if you can identify with some of them. We have appreciation of beauty and excellence, bravery, creativity, curiosity, fairness, forgiveness, gratitude, honesty, hope, humility, humor, judgment, kindness, leadership, love, love of learning, perseverance, perspective, prudence, self-regulation, social intelligence, spirituality, teamwork, and zest. Those 24 character strengths then can be grouped into six virtues that are universal. And those virtues are wisdom, transcendence, temperance, justice, courage, and humanity. Dr. Mayerson's presentation compares our strengths to individual plant seeds. So say that we plant our seeds in a flower bed and we watch them bloom. Some of our seeds become beautiful flowers. Some of the seeds appear weak and grow slowly. Regardless, all the seeds are essential and contribute to the landscape. Similarly, those strains that we use often are called signature strains. They are those beautiful flowers that are flourishing. When we are using our signature strains optimally, we are happiest. We have the middle strains we use to some degree, and then we have the least used character strains that require a little bit of nurturing. Strains can change. And they can be developed. So life changes such as marriage, having a child, joining the military, or suffering trauma can cause changes in our character. Or they can cause changes in our character strengths and how they are expressed. The goal of taking the VIA character survey is to focus on the five signature strengths. These are qualities that are likely to come natural to you. As a result, you may not even see them as strengths. They are essential, meaningful, and they make up who you are. 
They are effortless and they come naturally to you. These five signature strengths are energizing and they leave you feeling happy. So now that I've given you a little bit of history about the VIA Institute and giving you a list of the 24 character strengths and the six virtues, let's come down to my results. Let's talk about my five signature strengths. Now I'm sharing all of this information and I'm giving you this insight into who I am. I'm also hoping that you'll be curious enough to take the survey so that you can see how this, the results can enhance your happiness level. Keep in mind that I'm not affiliated with the Institute. I am simply sharing because of my love for learning. To learn about the signature strengths and take the VIA survey, please visit viacharacter.org. So here are my five signature strengths. I'm going to give you the list and then we're going to dive into them. So coming at number one is the love of learning. I'm sure it comes as no surprise to anyone. Number two is appreciation of beauty and excellence. Number three is curiosity. Number four, honesty. And number five, kindness. You will also fall into one of the six virtues. Like I said, the 24 character strengths divide into six virtues, and mine was wisdom. Now, this is interesting because I have always found that I often pray for wisdom when I'm under duress or I'm facing a difficult situation. I call on wisdom to guide me. Now, the way the VIA Institute describes wisdom is such as having a strong desire to understand the world, to operate more effectively in that world. You are an analytical thinker and good at coming up with ideas, thinking about different topics and learning new areas. You are particularly good at seeking and growing your knowledge and expressing it to others. This helps you solve problems effectively. So let's explore each of my signature strengths, and I will read the definition as described by the Institute so I can be more accurate. Then I'm going to spotlight how my signature strength was expressed in my younger years, and then I will share how I express the strength today. And finally, we will look at what underusing and overusing of the strength looks like. Number one was the love of learning. Quote, I am motivated to acquire new levels of knowledge or deepen my existing knowledge or skills in a significant way. So what is the love of learning? Love of learning means a passion for learning, a desire to learn just for learning's sake. In fact, curiosity and love of learning are among the most closely related strengths in the VIA classification. They can still be distinguished, though. While curiosity is the motivating force that leads you to seek out new information, Love of learning refers to the desire to hold on to and to deepen that information. The curious person is motivated by the pursuit of knowledge. The person who loves learning is inspired by the expansion of their fund of knowledge. Where curiosity is often associated with a great deal of energy and drive to gather information, the lover of learning is often more contemplative. Love of learning describes how a person engages in new knowledge and skills. Love of learning is a strength teachers would like to see in their students. Parents want to encourage in their children. Therapists support their clients and employers try to foster in their employees. It has essential motivational consequences because it helps people persist through challenges, setbacks, and negative feedback. This might involve reading several books on the topic taking a formal course, pursuing a new degree or certification, mastering a new trade, or pursue a subject from multiple angles. Some additional facts on the topic. Love of learning is the strength shared by many people. 
Some studies show that over 50% of people rank love of learning as a signature strength. Research has shown that learning something new is a more effective strategy when you are feeling stressed than relaxation exercises. It helps contribute to an overall feeling of competence and personal growth. Now, let's see how this strength has shown up in my life. My parents drove into us the importance of being in this country. They made huge sacrifices when they left Mexico to raise us here in the States. I recall joining a book club in my earlier years and feeling exhilarated when my books arrived by mail. Elementary school was especially difficult for me. It seemed that every year I was at risk of failing each grade, but my teachers encouraged me for the most part. I recall feeling on top of the world once I learned to read and write in English. I would often be the kid in the class who read the most pages each week, so I received little ribbons and personal notes from the teachers that I still hold on to today. My parents were not able to receive formal education. They only studied to the sixth grade in Mexico, but I have always viewed them as knowledgeable and valuable for what they had to offer me. I often wondered about the world around me because I grew up in a small circle and only spoke Spanish at home. I asked about how others experienced the world. Today, I continue to build my book library. I see how beneficial it is to understand content related to health and wellness. It is no wonder that I'm a podcaster who thrives on interviewing guests who bring so much information to the table. I feel exhilarated after each interview because I have gained new knowledge. At the same time, having one-on-one -on -one interaction is very rewarding. I often view each person as a book I am curious to read. I was very much into personal development for many years and read many books on healing in my life. Today, one of my passions is cooking. So I study recipes, cooking techniques, and how to enhance my cooking demos. I do the same for the podcast. I spend time learning about the field and how I can improve my work. Now let's see what happens when the strength is underused and overused. I underuse my strength when I am stressed and I have too much on my plate. When my love of learning is underused, I am uninterested. But the love of learning is not just about topics. It also addresses how I am in relationships and in work. In relationships, I can appear disconnected, perhaps even taking my partner for granted. Let's look at overuse of the love of learning. A person in the overuse mode of love of learning can appear to many as a know-it-all, and I am guilty of being that person. I pay attention to what I am saying nowadays because I find that not everyone is interested in learning about a topic like I am. I typically overshare not because I want to appear to know so much, but because I feel the information may be valuable to others as it has been for me. For example, I am sharing about the character strengths, not because I want to look like an expert, but because I dove into the content and I want to share it with you. I am now sharing details of my strengths to give you insight into how they work and how they may help you in your life. As a matter of fact, I have just started a 30-day challenge where I will not be watching TV, Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, or any content like that because I find that I take in way too much information. I enjoy documentaries and I can get stuck in watching hours and hours of content. I also use YouTube to research as a many topics. So frankly, I spend too much time watching content. 
The optimal use of love of learning is to continue to seek out information and continue to be a lifelong learner while at the same time enjoying life. I still appreciate people because they help me stay in the present moment. This is very fulfilling for me. I bring kindness to the table and enjoy what others add to my life. The second signature strength is the appreciation of beauty and excellence. Quote, I recognize, emotionally experience, and appreciate the beauty around me and the skill of others. So what is an appreciation of beauty and excellence? Those who express an appreciation of beauty and excellence notice and appreciate beauty, excellence, and or skilled performances in all domains of life, from nature to art to mathematics to science to everyday experience. People high in appreciation of beauty and excellence are responsive to three types of goodness. Number one is physical beauty, and this may include auditory, tactile, or abstract. This type of goodness produces awe and wonder in the person experiencing it. Number two is the skill or talent, excellence. This is often energizing and compels a person to pursue their own goals. It inspires admiration. And number three, virtue or moral goodness, moral beauty. So virtuous goodness makes someone want to be better and more loving and create feelings of elevation. Some additional facts include appreciation of beauty and excellence allows you to savor moments and increases your feelings of gratitude for the greatness in the world. This strength allows you to take blinders off your eyes and connect with nature, other people, the larger world, and the transcendent. Now, how does this strength show up in my life? Well, I consider myself to be artsy. I love theater, opera, and musical events. I took up the hobby of photography in high school, and this was at a time when many of us still processed our own film and printed our own images in the darkroom. Watching an image appear on paper was like the art manifesting before my eyes. Appreciating beauty has helped in coping with my emotions. I had a challenging childhood. As a result, I was often angry or hurt. Whenever possible, I would walk to a nearby park to sit by myself and reflect on life. I found nature to be a refuge where I would be protected and connected to something greater than myself. And during the fall of 2020, my husband and I were exposed to COVID and had to quarantine. It was an awful experience. I was fragile, hardly ate, and my body ached all over. To this day, I turned to nature for comfort. Towards the end of the quarantine, I went to a nearby lake to have a cup of soup while I watched a sunset. I remember how beautiful the colorful trees reflected off the calm water. I was once again reminded that life supports and cares for me even during difficult times. I spend a lot of time in my home office. As a result, I need to be surrounded by beautiful colors, books on health, and small things that remind me of what I love about life. Those are just some examples of how I spotlight love of beauty in my world. So let's look at what happens when this strength is under or overused. Being too busy contributes to my underusing the strength of appreciation of beauty and excellence. I work on projects for hours and forget to disconnect from work to enjoy the beauty that brings me a positive emotional experience. Being in the present moment leads me to periods of calm, peace, and acceptance of the good and the bad. Overusing this strength can lead to perfectionism, where we are never satisfied with good enough. 
I am never happy with a presentation or a project that I worked on. I usually see room for improvement. I've had to allow myself to be okay with my work and appreciate my efforts. Now, the optimal use of strength of appreciation of beauty and excellence would mean seeing the beauty in all and being grateful for it. I enjoy the cooking process as I'm usually in a Zen mode, and I see the beauty in the creation that I am working on. When I have worked continuously two or three hours, I take a 20-minute break to walk my dog around the property. I take time to notice the beauty around me. This helps me to return to my work and focus again without feeling so drained. The third signature strength is curiosity. Quote, I seek out situations where I gain new experiences without getting in my own or other people's way. So to be curious is to explore and discover, to take an interest in ongoing experience for its own sake. You find many subjects and topics fascinating. Anything can be explored further. There are always new people, places, situations, and ideas to discover. Therefore, you have several interests and are involved in various activities and or projects. It is fulfilling to journey toward an answer, to engage in a new experience, or to learn a new fact. There are two critical components of curious people. They are interested in exploring new ideas, activities, and experiences, and they are also have a strong desire to increase their own personal knowledge. Curiosity is one of the five strains most connected to happiness. Some additional facts. Curiosity is often the entry point to many lifelong hobbies, passions, and pursuits. It is strongly linked with satisfaction with life and work. Curiosity fosters an open and accepting mindset, an essential strength for creating intimacy in relationships and finding meaning in life. Now, how does this strength show up in my life? Well, as a child, we had many financial limitations. As a result, our summers were the worst for me. I despise being at home with nothing to do but to watch television. This is when I spent most of my time outdoors, often recreating the scenes from Gilligan's Island or the Get Smart show. I enjoyed figuring out how I could leave a treasure hidden in my backyard or how I could use my shoe as a telephone. Then my mother got us involved in the Boys and Girls Club. This was a safe place for the rest of us kids who could not afford summer camp or other learning programs. I became curious about many different topics at the Boys and Girls Club, and I am forever grateful for the organization. Today, my curiosity continues to thrive. While I love traveling, I am now curious about how I can travel and still continue to eat healthy meals. I'm curious about connecting with locals in the area that I visit so that I'm not just a tourist. My life coach guides me to be curious about a difficult situation as there is an opportunity to further learn about myself. Now let's take a look at what the strength looks like when it's underused and overused. So underusing my curiosity shows up as being bored, uninterested, tired, or distracted. Although I must say this is very rare for me. When my curiosity is overused, I may appear nosy or intrusive by asking too many questions. My curiosity can distract me from work when I jump from one topic to another. I get distracted by emails, internet content, and television. Again, I am doing a 30-day television fast as a result of understanding my strengths. 
So the optimal use would mean that I continue to be intrigued and open. My mind is filled with wonder and interest. I ask questions and allow people to share stories. I keep the engagement high without being intrusive. All right, the next, the fourth signature strength that I have is honesty. Quote, I am honest to myself and to others. I try to present myself and my reactions accurately to each person, and I take responsibility for my actions. When you are honest, you speak the truth. More broadly, you present yourself genuinely and sincerely without pretense and taking personal responsibilities for your feelings and actions. You are a person of integrity who keeps promises. You act genuinely and sincerely. This strength involves accurately representing your internal states, intentions, and commitments publicly and privately. Honesty is a corrective strength that protects you against judgment errors. When the decision must be made between the easy thing and the right thing to do, you choose the right thing. Now, how does this show up in my life? Let's go back again to my younger years. When I was in middle school, I recall one day seeing two classmates having a conflict. Our teacher took them to another room where he taught them to face each other and address the issue. This was the first time that I witnessed conflict resolution. For most of my life, I was afraid to speak up. I suppose that you can say that I did not have a voice. I don't like gossip, and even when I participate in it, I can feel negative feedback within my body. It has only been more recently that I have begun to speak up and tell my truth. I credit my life coaches with helping me understand how to come from an adult space rather than from that inner child afraid of consequences of speaking my truth. I feel like I am who I am even when no one looks. How I think of myself matters more than how others view me. I suppose I am the hardest on myself. For me, honesty is associated with setting healthy boundaries. This is still something that I'm working on, but by being honest and sincere with others, I am protecting my energy and my mental health. If I do not want to do something, I'm learning that it's okay to say no without being afraid. I am also working on how I give feedback. I can be abrupt and quick to express myself without considering how devastating my honesty can be to that person. My intentions are never to hurt others. So let's look at what happens when the strength is under or overused. Underuse of honesty shows up when people are secretive and withholding. When overused, one can appear rude and self-righteous, and this can be hurtful. So the optimal use is, I am honest with myself and others and people trust my word. Finally, let's look at the fifth signature strength, kindness. Quote, I am helpful and empathic and regularly do nice favors for others without expecting anything in return. Simply put, kindness is being friendly to others. Kindness is being generous with others, giving your time, money, and talent to support those in need. Kindness is being compassionate, which means being there for someone, listening intently to their suffering, or just sitting with them and silently supporting them. Such compassion involves a deep concern for the welfare of others. Kind individuals believe that others are worthy of attention and affirmation for their own sake as human beings, not out of a sense of duty or principle. There are three traits of altruistic personalities. That's empathy, sympathy, 
moral reasoning, and social responsibility. So how does this show up in my life? Once again, we go back to my early years. When I was a child in Mexico City, a neighbor had just given birth. At the time, I had a small doll that wore a dress. I took her dress off and gave it to our neighbor. I had overheard my mother speaking about the neighbor not having the resources to put clothes on her child. Noticing those in need has always been part of who I am. My curiosity about health issues further developed when a close friend at work developed lupus. I quickly took the time to research her condition and found holistic approaches to help her alleviate her pain. She eventually decided on her own path for her state. Being kind is not always easy when I'm stressed, but I need to be kind to people in the service industry. The everyday person could use a friendly smile, a simple hello, or a compliment. Often, I am the one who feels great after acknowledging someone else. So let's look at what happens when we underuse and overuse the strength. An example of the underuse of the strength is being indifferent or too busy to notice someone else in need. Overuse of kindness can happen when an individual gives so much to others that they have very little left for themselves. So giving too much away reduces the chance that they will give again in the future. Sometimes people expect something in return. So I also struggle with doing too much and not enough for myself. But the optimal use of kindness is taking care of yourself and being compassionate to others. So let's finalize, let's conclude with what I have learned about signature strengths through the VIA Institute survey. I learned that my signature strengths always play a role in my daily interactions, in relationships, work, and various situations. The goal is to spot them and see how they help me build stronger relationships, and I learn to work on further nurturing them. So after reading the book and doing further research, I found out that there are daily activities I can do to nurture my signature strengths. Remember that I said at the beginning of this conversation that those who express their signature strengths regularly are the happiest. So number one being the love of learning, here are some activities. During a break, set aside five to 10 minutes to research something of interest to you. It could be a hobby. It could be something fun. But what will you learn and how will you share that learning with others? The number two, the appreciation of beauty and excellence. You can keep a weekly log of moments in your relationships where you feel inspired by the good acts of others. Curiosity. Ask others direct questions such as, how are you feeling? And what are your thoughts about that? And attentively listen to the response. How to nurture honesty. Be honest with yourself. Name a struggle, a habit that you want to change, or something that you have avoided thinking about, and begin to face it with greater honesty. And finally, kindness. Use your kindness to be a good listener to a friend or offer a random act of kindness to a stranger. Go out of your way to find someone new for whom you will do a kind act. My friends, I invite you to take the VIA survey free of charge. You will receive a simple report about all 24 strengths in order of how they appear in your life. You can simply purchase the book to learn more about each individual strength, or you can purchase a complete report with more information that will help you develop these strengths. When you are fully expressing your signature strengths, you are your happiest. You are thriving in life. 
As I walk through life, I am now spotting how my signature strengths show up in my life. I pay attention to how they impact my relationships and work and help me solve problems. So friends, I hope that you enjoyed today's topic. Remember when you're fully expressing your signature strengths? you are happiest. I keep repeating that. If you do take the VIA character strength survey, please email me if you want to have a conversation about your strengths, or if you'd like for me to share on a future episode, I would love to learn more about who you are and what is best about you. You can email me at plantbasedmaya at gmail.com. And as always, my dear friends, thank you for being a listener. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us to spread our message. Thanks for listening.